Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we continue our study of the first book of Samuel, Shmuel Aleph, chapter 31, that's Perak Lamed Aleph. And today we will complete what is known as the first book of Samuel, Shmuel Aleph, um, as we read about the unfortunate and tragic end of the career and life of the first king of Israel, that is King Saul, Shaul. The um, <clears throat> the uh, division of the book of Samuel into two books is an artificial one, and later in history, in traditional Judaism, there is just the book of Shmuel, the book of Samuel. But um, this does nonetheless uh, have a logical conclusion here because it is the end of Saul's, Shaul's life. Um, and uh, so if you're going to divide it into two books for convenience purposes, this is a reasonable chapter to end the first book. So um, just to remind us, the, the uh, Navi here lays out a contrast between David and Saul, which is a very important um to illustrate what's really happening here, this time of transition between the kingdom of Saul and the kingdom of David. We just studied how David was in an extremely dire situation. His, his uh, protector, Achish, had sent him back from the battlefield because the Philistines, where David was had been seeking refuge, didn't trust him. So David realized he could never get fully um, fully be uh you know trust the philistines you know he would need to come back to israel at some point soon he came back to Ziklag, his town it was devastated burned to the ground and all of the families the women and children had been taken captive his men had completely lost confidence in him and his leadership and were ready to to stone him and david stood up to the occasion rose to the occasion had faith in god and went forward and rescued all the families, rescued the people and reestablished his leadership and, and the people's trust in him. And not only did he reestablish his, his band of people that trusted in him, he was able to repay all of those that had done him favors over the years while he was running from Saul and, um, and, and, and basically set up the foundations, certainly within his tribe of Judah, his future kingdom. At the same time, Saul is getting ready for battle, and that's uh, and Saul was desperate. In Saul's time of desperation, he went to a necromancer. He tried to summon the spirit of Samuel to bring up the, tried to get the angels of the past, so to speak, to help him and fight for him. But the angels of the past were not willing to do so. Shmuel was gone. Shmuel was no longer supporting him. Shmuel was no, Samuel was no longer there to help him. God was no longer there to help him. Even the evil dark forces were no longer there to help him. But Saul was still not ready and willing to recognize his fate, to recognize that God no longer wanted him to be king. The people no longer trusted him as king. Um, and um, But he still was unwilling to work with David. So here, now we head back to Saul and we will read about the tragic end of his life.
And the Philistines were waging war against the people of Israel. And it doesn't give us too many details about the battle, except that the Anshe Israel, the people of the men of Israel, ran and fleed from before the Philistines. The, the war was a rout. The war was a, um, a, a, a tremendous victory for the Philistines and tremendous defeat for the people of Israel. And a mountain Geboa, the the uh, corpses, uh, uh, the, the dead soldiers of Israel fell. And Philistines, uh, a, a, a group of Philistine soldiers um, cornered or, or actually chased at Shaul Vietpanov, Saul and his sons. <clears throat> and it's not clear from this verse, but it'll seem to be clear from later that they were just chasing them as Israelite soldiers. Apparently they weren't really aware that this was Saul and the, and the king and his sons. And during this chase and this battle, the Philistines struck down and killed Jonathan. That's the Honasan, the crown prince, the one who was close with David, he reached his unfortunate death here, Viet Avinadov, and his brother Avinadov, Viet Malkishua, his other brother Malkishua, Bnei Shol, all three were the sons of Saul. We're going to learn that Saul has other sons that did survive, but these are the three main ones that we were aware of until now, and these were just unfortunately killed in battle. And the battle became heavier against Saul. He became cornered by the by the Philistines chasing him by Hamorim Anoshim and a group of archers um, <laughs> found him and caught him by Yochel Maod Mehamorim and he was um, and he was hurt. Yochel uh, here means he could be that he was af afraid, um, but in this context, it more likely means um, and he was struck by the archers, but not yet. Uh, uh, mortally wounded, but but wounded so that uh, he was hurt significantly. Um, the, um, and Saul said to his, his assistant, the one who was standing with him, the one who held his weapons, pull out your sword and stab me, kill me with your sword. Saul knew that at this point, it was inevitable that he was going to be taken captive he was injured, he couldn't fight, he couldn't run. And on the one hand, he was afraid of being taken captive because as the enemy king, he would have endured a tremendous amount of humiliation and torture. And also to a, to a degree, he was afraid for the honor of Israel. Having the king taken captive could be, would be a tremendous uh, moral um, and a tremendous uh, uh, blow to the morale. That's the word I was meant to use the morale of the people. And so he said, just kill me. Maybe these arelim, this is these uncircumcised ones, meaning these non-Jews, these non-Israelites are going to come. They will be the ones who stab me and they will, they will make fun of me. They will, um, they will uh, torture me. Meaning is, is, is a way of making light of me. They will, um, Embarrass and ashamed me. Below Avan no but his 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 the one who was bearing, the one who held his weapons, refused to do it because he was afraid. He was afraid to kill the king. 
So Saul took the sword on his own by Epolola, and he fell upon the sword, and thus killed himself. Um, <coughs> and his, the one who carried his weapon saw that Saul had died, that he had killed himself. And he himself also committed suicide, fell on his sword by Yomas Imo, and died together with his king, Saul. So Saul and his three sons and his his arms bearer, all of them died. All of them died together, and all of his men, presumably doesn't mean all of the soldiers of Israel, but uh, many of whom had retreated and ran, but all of his men, his, the close soldiers to Saul, all died on that day. And the people of Israel that were on the other side of the valley, on the other side of the Jordan River, they saw they saw that the people of Israel had retreated, and they also saw their leader, their king Saul and his sons had died. And all of those that lived in towns and villages in the area saw this terrible defeat, and they abandoned their villages and ran, obviously afraid that the Philistines were going to come and attack them and harm them. So they left their homes behind, their towns behind, and the Philistines came and settled in those towns, as was the way of wars and battles in those days. The next day came. And this is where it seems evident that the Philistines themselves were not aware that Saul had been or had died, or had been the one that was cornered and had died by a wolf. The Philistines came to strip the corpses, you know, to get the weapons of the soldiers that had died um, and any valuables they might have had. So they came to uh, to uh, to take the to take it from them. And among the dead, they found the body of Saul himself, and his three sons, who had fallen and died on Haragubah. They cut off his head, and they stripped him of his royal garments. And they sent Saul's head through the land of the Philistines to pass around to to spread the news among their houses of idol worship their 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 um temples and among the nation and the people to show the victory that we killed their king or their king is dead by and they put his his um his garments his armor etc ashtarot they put it in the temple of ashtarot ashtarot is a uh, an idol which uh, came uh, had been mentioned many times, uh, and it's a uh, name of a god in the in many Middle Eastern religions. It's this origin of the word Ishtar, and it has, has various forms. And it's also, uh, interestingly enough, m m the origin of the name Esther, and uh, and so on. But in their idol worshiping temple to Ashtarot, they put. Saul's garments and hung there via Gviato and his body took Ubachomat Bechan. They um, impaled his body in the wall of the town of Bechan. <laughs> now, um, if you back in the beginning of Saul's career, in the heyday when Saul was 
was doing well when Saul was riding the top of the wave when he had just been appointed king, when he was the rescuer of the people, when he was finally the king who stood up to the Philistines and rescued the people of Israel. If you remember, one of the first groups of people that he very valiantly and heroically saved were the residents of Gilad, of Yavesh Gilad. So these people were still very grateful to Saul and what he had done to rescue them. And to them, this was a huge blow. The residents of Yavesh Gilad heard about him. That which the Philistines had done to, uh, uh, to Saul, that they had um, so um, abused his body and, and, and um, made it uh, into a, a, a laughing stock. Um, and they were very upset about this. So by all the men of, of um, valor, the strong soldiers of Yavesh Gilad, they got up, you know, they armed themselves by and they traveled all night. This was in a final act of honor to Saul who had saved them in the past. Remember these last few chapters, we had, we talked so much about the end of Saul's career, his, his, his arrogance, his unwillingness to accept his faith, his unwillingness to work with David, his, 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 um, his uh, insecurities and the reasons why he failed. But we tend to forget that Saul in the beginning of his career was the savior, was the king who, who stood up to the Philistines, the king who united the people of Israel, saved them from their enemies um, and, and rose, at, you know, we forget that. We, we have to remember he was the first king that actually stood up and established a nation of Israel, established a, a, a monarchy and so on. And the people of Yavesh Gilad will never forget that which he did for them in the beginning of his career and wanted to do honor to, to him by honoring his body. They went, they traveled all night and they took Saul's body and the bodies of his sons. They took them down. Apparently the, the Saul's sons' bodies were also impaled and hanging at the, uh, at the walls of the city of Beichan by Avu Yavesha. And they came to Yavesha, which is their home by Yisrafu Osamsham, and they um, they cremated them. They burned the bodies there by uh, and they took the bodies, the the remains after they were burned. Um, you know, I, even though cremation is not something that's uh, generally practiced in Judaism, presumably here this was done because they knew that as long as the bodies were extant, as long as they remained. Uh, the, the potential for the Philistines to abuse them existed. So cremation would have been a much better honor. So it kind of makes sense that they chose this route. They took the, the remainder of the bones, the burned bones, by and they buried them under a, an Eishel tree, a type of tree, a tamarisk in Yavesh. And, it, and it's fitting that Saul's body should rest in a place where, where one of the greatest moments of his career occurred. One of the greatest moments of his heroism and his bravery and his courage and his dedication to the people occurred here in Yavesh Gilad. It makes sense that, you know, his memory should be a good memory. His memory should be uh, an honorable memory. His memory should not be one of his failures, but rather one of his successes. And it's important at the end of his life 
to recall those successes and to honor those successes. And that is what the people of Yavesh Kilad wanted to do. By Yatsumu Shivat Yamim, and for seven days they fasted as part of their ritual of mourning to give him a proper, honorable uh, send-off. This concludes the career of Saul, uh, the, the second book of Samuel. We pick up again with David as David uh, starts to build his own monarchy and becomes the second king of the United Kingdom of Israel. Thank you so much for studying this together with me. Looking forward to studying book two of Samuel, Shmuel Bet, and looking forward, of course, to co continuing our study of the words of the prophets. Have a wonderful day.